We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Aiden Hughes, former Chiefs wide receiver. Of course, you hear him on the Chiefs radio network. You'll hear him on Christmas Day, as a matter of fact. Uh, Dane and Hughes will ring in the holidays with everybody on the Chiefs radio network. He'll also be hosting players only coming up. Uh, this evening or tomorrow night, I guess uh, it will. Normally, Danon joins us on a Thursday. What's going on, Danon? You ever? Uh, you, What's you ever going ever, on, fellas? You didn't play. I guess they weren't doing Christmas Day NFL games when you were playing. That's still a new thing. Um, I think if it landed on a Sunday, we would have played. So I feel yeah. like maybe we played. Um, but uh, yeah, I played on Thanksgiving Day a couple of times, but. Can't remember Christmas. I feel like we did, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Danon, what's the play? You're at home at least, so you do Christmas super early, five, five thirty, six in the morning. You guys just do evening Christmas. Nope. We already sent out the memo to the kids and grandkids and uh, my in-laws that we will be doing it in the evening. There you go. So give us time to get back home. The game starts at twelve. Should be over by three thirty ish by the time you get out of the parking lot. Everybody will be here by 6 o'clock, so uh, we are the host house. So, yeah, we are. We will be having a Christmas night at the Hughes house. Even, I, even more reason for a win, though, because you don't want people in a crappy mood after a loss to the Raiders or anything on Christmas Day. Yeah, I, I think any time you lose to the Raiders, it's going to be a crappy day. Yeah. So you definitely don't want it to be Christmas, so I'm expecting a win. Uh, I, I will say there's there's probably some some confidence, some extra confidence on the Raiders' side after scoring 63 points and, you know, being relegated to that spoiler role, especially if you have the opportunity to do it within your division, can propel you. Uh, but I, I like our chances. I feel like uh, we we know how to win. There are teams that know how to win and there are teams that know how to lose. And, and uh, we're in a situation now where, especially with the – degree of difficulty for the Ravens and the Dolphins and the Bills uh, coming up in these next three weeks. I feel like we're in a prime position. Uh, Although we don't control our own destiny, I feel like we kind of do in a way because of those difficult games that those other teams have. Dana, I've so Peter King was on yesterday with the drive and he says, Hey, if it was a different year with more talent at wide receiver, maybe they would have already benched Tony. I see Rob Gronkowski, going Kay Adams show today and say, you just don't love football. If you're continuously making those types of costly mistakes, what do you do with Kadarius Tony when he's costing you football games, but it seems like you don't have the talent to do anything about it. What do you think Andy will do? Yeah, I don't know. It's a tough predicament because I've always uh, said that the toughest position to fill mid-season or even early season without OTAs and off-season and training camp is wide receiver. Now, obviously, I'm a little bit biased, but when you think about all the intricacies of this offense, the complexities of this offense, how could you really be a person that we would pick up off the street and thrust into this lineup? I don't think you would have enough time for uh, any kind of gelling between Patrick Mahomes and that wide receiver 
Uh, so I feel like when we break training camp, like that's who we got. And that's who we're going to fight with. That's what we're going to roll with. And now with Sky Moore going down, it does make it tough. But I will say, you know, if you look at Marquez Valdez-Scanlon's role, it has been minimized to some extent over the past few weeks, especially since the bye week. Uh, his, his reps have gone down and what she writes reps have gone up. Uh, and you may see that you may just see a core of three guys, uh, Justin Watson being one of those guys, Rasheed Rice, obviously being one, and then pick the other guy, Richie James. You may just see a core of three guys, like the old school, uh, offenses, the old school West coast offense that we're going to see instead of the constant rotation of guys. Uh, everybody seems to have their skill set. It's unfortunate because you, you don't get to this level. You don't get to the position of being a first-round pick uh, with not being able to catch the ball. But when it rains, it pours, and that's what it's doing in Kadarius Tony's life as far as on the field. And it's, it's tough to watch because it's the most basic fundamental thing as a wide receiver is to catch the ball. And the fact that not only is he dropping them, but – He's dropping them in the hands of the opponents on a couple of occasions makes it really tough. Dana, you mentioned, uh, you know, kind of going back and, and going with three wide, you know, narrowing it down to three wide receivers as, as well. What about just what they did against uh, their opponent this past week? Uh, the Patriots were multiple tight end sets, sometimes three tight end sets, and, you know, kind of deciding to, to go with that mentality, at least against New England. Do you think that's something that they're going to lean into even more heading into the postseason and down the stretch here? I don't think we're going to have a one-dimensional situation. I think it's going to be fluid. And if, if the defenses or the scouting reports uh, determine that three tight end sets would work, um, then we'd do it. I, I, I just don't feel like we're a team that's going to dial into one zone and that's all we're going to be regardless. I mean, if injuries uh, are a factor and you only have a certain amount of tight ends available during the game, somebody gets hurt, then – you know, you have to deal with, with what you're, you're dealing with. But to me, like, I don't think that Kadarius Tony, if he's active, which we expect him to be, I don't think you're going to see – you're not going to see him in the offense. You're going to see him in some aspect of the offense. And I wouldn't be surprised to see them still throw him the ball. I mean, we've seen that. Rasheed Rice continues to get balls, even though he's put the ball on the ground. Uh, uh, Kadarius Tony, up until this point, still got the ball. Uh, I feel like Andy Reid has been that coach that doesn't necessarily cave to that pressure of this guy is going to be ineffective. Let's cast him off, put him in the doghouse, and he's never going to be a factor again. Uh, that's what I like about this offense. I think that's what players can appreciate is that you can make mistakes and not feel like you're never going to get the opportunity again. Uh, and that's what I expect. Like, we, we are not in a situation now with Isaiah Pacheco coming back into the lineup with hopefully Jerick McKinnon, although he was nicked up in and out of the game against the Patriots. Hopefully he's back full speed um, that we're going to get into a position where we're just going to go with the safe guys. Whoever the safe guys are, whoever we determine uh, are the safe guys, that's who we're going to go with. I feel like it's going to be a fluid situation. And guys will have an opportunity, like Kadarius, to redeem themselves. It might be on a smaller level, a smaller sample size, kind of like MVS has been. But I feel like that, that 
the doghouse is not anywhere where any of our receivers will be on a full-time basis, especially with Sky Moore going down. You're talking about Rasheed Rice. Something I was thinking a little bit about, Dana, is how we would normally have a conversation around, hey, yeah, he's been great, but when the NFL playoffs start and the speed picks up, he's a rookie wide receiver. Is it weird for me to not worry about that? Because he was thrust into, sorry, you got to be the number one guy on the defending Super Bowl champion while these other guys did not step up to the challenge so the postseason doesn't scare me? Uh, I don't think it should be scary at this point because, like, he's he's a rookie, but he's not really a rookie anymore. I mean, you know, we're talking about week 15 in the NFL season. Like, he's got his sample size. And I want to go back to the early part of the season when there were so many people talking about getting him an opportunity. After we got past the preseason drops uh, and we started to kind of see the, the wide receiver group form and we saw some of the ups and downs, a lot of people thought Rasheed Rice should get more. MVS should get less. Let's get number four out there more and more. And we started to see the sample sizes grow slowly. And then we wanted it to grow a, a lot. And, and it was still growing in a small portion. And part of that is just like we saw last year with Isaiah Pacheco. We wanted that uh, early in the season. Why isn't Isaiah Pacheco in? Clyde edwards Lair is not the guy. This was all the narrative last year. And then lo and behold, we got what we wished for in the playoffs, late in the season and in the playoffs and definitely in the Super Bowl. I feel like that's where we're at with Rasheed Rice. And maybe that's just the MO for Andy Reid is that unless you absolutely have to lean on a rookie, we're just going to bring him along to help him get acclimated to the game, the speed of the game. Uh, all the little details of ball security. And then when the time comes, when push comes to shove, and we are putting ourselves in a position for a Super Bowl run, then you're going to get the full dose. And that's probably the case with Rushy. Danon Hughes, former Chiefs wide receiver. Just lastly for you, Danon, uh, before we let you go, when you look at the final three weeks now and you see what's going on, Baltimore's got the Niners this week. The Dolphins have the Cowboys, and we know the Chiefs currently have the number three seed, and they're most likely, if you look at some of the probability indexed stuff, to be a two seed. How, how are you watching these final couple weeks? Yes, the Chiefs have to take care of their own business, but knowing what benefit you get by being one of those top two seeds. How are you watching? And and do you believe the Ravens are going to be able to hold on? So, yeah, I'm definitely focused on what the chiefs have to do and what we have to accomplish on Christmas day. First and foremost, I like the fact that we got a 12 noon game, but there's games on Saturday and Sunday as well. But I'm, I'm an NFC fan this week. Like I'm going to, I'm going to roll with the NFC this week and hope that the NFC can help us out and that the pass to the Super Bowl has to run back through GEHA field at Arrowhead Stadium. And I think everybody in the Chiefs' kingdom is feeling that same way. So let's cheer on the NFC and handle our business at the same time and then let the chips fall where they may. Danon, last thing for me before I let you get out of here, what is a Danon Hughes family Christmas look like? I told them mine is loud and there's gambling and there's drinking. What is a, what's a Hughes family <laughs> Christmas look like? Oh, man, it's definitely loud. Uh, there's a lot of games. We got karaoke. We got, you know, we'll shoot pool, maybe play some ping pong or something like that. Uh, we got card games. We'll also play uh, around the spades, uh, board games as well. We got grandkids. So 
Uh, it's definitely loud, a lot of fun, a lot of great memories, some videos that will be taken. And absolutely, uh, at the lead of my wife, uh, incredible food. There's always incredible food at the Hughes house. My wife, Tiffany, shout out to her. She does an outstanding job with all of that. And uh, so, yeah, we'll be overstuffed. Uh, we'll have some beverages, but the games and, the, and uh, the, the karaoke and all that will be a part of it. It'll be a long, long day. Obviously, obviously for me, we're not going to have any kids that are going to wake up super early because all my kids are grown. <laughs> uh, but with the Chiefs game and me getting there for pregame and then waiting for the traffic to die down and tailgating a little bit before I get home and then the big party, it's going to be a long, long day. So it's going to carry into the 26th. Yeah, I've seen the, the Dane and Hughes karaoke videos on social media before, so my guess is we'll, we'll, get, we'll get another one. Dane, and happy holidays, man. Uh, players only tomorrow night. We'll be listening. All right, fellas, you guys have a blessed and Merry Christmas as well. We'll get this win this week. Let's do it. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.